Welcome back to Don't You Forget About Me, the New Wave Music Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Steve. And I'm G-Bone. For our longtime listeners, you may notice we're actually going to switch our format up a little bit today. We're going to jump into some music news, which means we may have a guest joining us later on in this episode. We'll just have to find out. First of all, Steve and, and our listeners, the Pet Shop Boys and Soft Cell have teamed up for a new song called Purple Zone. So let's get And this one is from the upcoming Soft Cell album, Happiness Not Included, which currently has a release date of May 6th of this year. And uh, if you haven't watched the video or haven't heard the song, it's very entertaining and and really makes me look forward to what they're going to be doing on this upcoming album. And if you attended a Sparks live show in the 2000s, chances are you heard it's a Sparks show. We're going to play tonight. We're going to sing tonight. We're going to look as the opening theme at the start of the concert. This track was previously unreleased and it's going to be released digitally and on the CD of the upcoming 21st Century Edition of Balls. And also, uh, Bauhaus has put together a new song. It's called Drink the New Wine. You're the cooling shadow of my cloud. The interesting thing about this song, and and they've actually done this before, but uh, on this song, they've just taken the a a drum beat that has been put together, and then each of the individual members of the band use their instruments in a way that they had no idea what the other members of the band were doing. I I think I like this song a little bit more than you, Steve. Yeah, but uh, still, it should be an interesting song if they do put together another album and add this to it. And uh, speaking of the old school goth bands, Clan of Zymox has a new song out, Save Our Souls. The interesting thing with this T-Bone is all proceeds from this single are going to support the effort in Ukraine. That's fantastic. So we'll include a link to that uh, download link in our show description. Good. And then finally, for music news, uh, both Roxy Music and Heaven 17, first time Heaven 17 has been to the U.S., they have tour dates. Uh, Roxy Music is going to start on September 7th in Toronto, Ontario, and then finish up September 28th in Los Angeles, California. They also do have three shows in the U.K. as well. Heaven 17 is going to be starting up in Pauling, New York on September 16th and finish up in Seattle, Washington on October 6th. So let's start talking about some music. Steve, a little trivia for you and our listeners. There were three young lads who were growing up in the cold winters of Canada. They refused to wear hats. So uh, for whatever reason, who knows? But they refused to wear hats, and so they named their little group the men without hats. It was years later, a number of years later, that they decided to put together a band and... What better name than Men Without Hats? You will remember them, of course, for such huge hits as The Safety Dance. We can dance, we can dance, everybody's taking the chance. Pop 
Goes the World. And Where the Boys Go. So we have two different albums that have just come out recently from them. The first one is an EP of covers, and then we'll talk about in a moment their full album, uh, which is all originals, more or less. The first one is called Again, Part One. This one came out in 2021. Steve, it's been 10 years since their last full album, Love in the Age of War. This one has Ivan Doroschuk on vocals and keyboards. His brother Colin on guitars, keyboards, and vocals. Show Murray on guitars. Colin's daughter, Sahara Sloan, on backing vocals. And T-Bone, what can I say but without giving this away, but I really do appreciate his cover album. It's definitely a pleasurable cover album to yes. listen to, unlike some other ones. <coughs> They've gone. Yeah, we've heard some in the past that have not really... Uh, uh, held up very well, but but this one is pretty darn good. It starts off with uh, Satellite of Love. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV. This is a Lou Reed cover. Uh, it really, though, ch- greatly changes the pace of the Reed version. Uh, Reed's uh, version of this song is quite a bit slower, but whereas in the tradition of Men Without Hats, they put a really quick beat, turning it into a dance version. Yeah, and T-Bone, wow, I love this cover. It's a great way to get back into Men Without Hats. You mentioned it's been a decade plus since we've heard from them. I love how Ivan's vocals sound on this song, and the music is fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's a, it's a really wonderful song, a really wonderful cover. And that leads us into the second track, All the Young Dudes. This one was actually written and performed by David Bowie. It was also performed by Mott the Hopple. Great original song, and I really enjoy this version as well. It has a great, fantastic melding of both guitars and keyboards. Could not agree with you more. I love the music in this. It works very well. As I said, I'm going to sound like a broken record. Ivan's vocals are fantastic. Yes. And I like how each one of these songs he makes unique in his own take on it. He really does. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you listen to the original versions and then these versions, there's a huge difference between the two. Not saying anything bad about the original versions. They're classics upon themselves. But yeah, Man Without Hats has taken it and made it their own. These are great new wave covers. Absolutely. Next up is the third track, Blow the High Dough. This is actually one of my favorite tracks on this EP. This one is a cover from the Tragically Hip. I got to be honest with you. I I only know Tragically Hip by the name, but this cover has made me want to check out the other catalog of theirs. 
Yeah, I wanted to kind of check it out to see how it compares. I just ran out of time before this podcast prep, but I do love Ivan's vocals on point again on this one. I love this so far, three for three on this EP. Oh, yeah. No, and this song, like I say, it's one of my favorites. It just really moves greatly. It, it's a wonderful song. And then that takes us to the next track, 2,000 Light Years From Home. This one was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a Rolling Stones cover. It is. But I love on this one how Ivan again makes it its own. I love the Sith work on this. The opening riff reminds me of something you might even hear in the Disney Main Street Electrical Parade, <laughs> how it starts out. And yeah. that's not a bad thing. No, no. So no, far, no. everything on the CP to me is outstanding work. I love how, they, how Ivan's taken these songs and made a unique spin on them. Right. Yeah. You know, and like you mentioned, this is a Stones uh, song. The Stones version from 1967 is far more psychedelic, as would be expected from that time frame. Men Without Hats, though, they make it their own with a sound that you'd expect from the band. Really, if you get right down to it, you almost wouldn't even know it's the same song. And I mean that in a good way. And in particular, I really, really like Sahara's backing vocals late in the song. No question. And speaking of making their own song unique, they do it on their own song, The Safety dance this one they turn into the song they retitled titled it no friends of mine we can dance if we want to we can leave your friends behind because your friends don't dance and if they don't dance well they're no friends of mine no friends of mine wow how can you take a classic like the safety dance and turn it into an almost a brand new song. Uh, this is a wonderful scaled-down version. It kind of reminds me of a little bit of what Iva Davis did on his cover album from the late 90s. Just kind of really stripped down, piano, really basic. Uh, but from the keyboard intro to the strengths of Ivan's vocals, I just love this version. Yeah, I. this is the other favorite song of mine on this album. Uh, the moment that the synthesized flutes come in, you know it's the song that you know so well. You know, I'd say I agree with you what you're saying on that. I say it also is a very romanticized version of the song. With oh, a, without a question. Quite a bit slower pace, and that works perfectly for this version of it. Uh, it really highlights Ivan's baritone voice in a different way than the original version. No question. And each of these covers, as we discussed, feels like a, a fresh new take and an excellent new wave song or new wave version of these songs. Uh, each four of these covers sound like classic men without hats. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like the CP. You know, all the songs create a fresh sound on some classics that you probably know and even some that you may not know. And uh, that's what I think I appreciate about it so much about it, that it, it's a it's a different take on on songs that we may or may not be familiar with. And it really works. And I was thrilled this year to find out that again, part two was released. This one came out, this full length album came out in March of 2022. And it's a not covers. It's a full length men without hats album. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is actually their eighth studio album. They, you know, they've been around for almost 40 years. They haven't had a lot of albums, but they've, they've had some good ones in between. And it opens up um, with just a song called intro, which is pretty much just a guitar in, intro. Yeah, it's only 47 seconds long. It's really an unexpected uh, guitar solo that opens this album. Personally, I found it to be kind of a bold choice. Yeah, I really like, I do like how it kind of took you, for me, it was kind of taking you from that, uh, as of late, how the new wave kind of faded out to the grunge sound, to kind of hear that guitar kind of fading back into the synthesizers and kind of taking you back to the music you enjoyed. Right, absolutely. The second track is called The Love Inside Your Heart.
you know, Steve, like I say, that that, that intro there was a good choice, I thought. Uh, but this song, you can't help but smile as the album really starts. It has that same bubble pop sound that you heard on the song Pop Goes the World. And if that doesn't take you right into this Men Without Al- Hats album, I don't know what would. True. On this song here, it's, to me, it's a true Men Without Hats hit. I love the sound of this. It sounds like it came straight out of the new wave heyday from the 80s. And that's not a bad thing, but yet this was just recorded and came out in 2022. And as you mentioned earlier, you can hear the joy in Ivan's vocals on this track. And not only this track, but throughout the album. And it makes it a very pleasurable listening experience. Couldn't agree more. And that takes us to the next track, All Into Stars. T-Bone, this is my new favorite song. I love how this was written in 2020 or 2021, but the lyrics sound like came straight out of maybe the 80s or 90s. I love that there's a lyric referencing, I could never be your David Duchovny, could you love me? And I love the little bomb, bomb, bombs that Ivan adds into the the, the song throughout this. And as I said again on this podcast, it's a shame that this is not going to get any major airplay or some of these artists, but that's why we're here. Absolutely. You know, and we joke around all the time about how you've read my notes. I've read your <laughs> notes. I don't really don't even need to say anything about this song because you just said everything, but I will say some things. I could not agree with you more. This is the first of my favorite songs on the album. It is actually my favorite song of the year so far. I love everything about this track from the structure to the vocals it is extremely catchy i i even find myself just in the middle of the day starting to sing this song <laughs> i i don't do that very often and you know steve i gotta tell you i ha- i told my wife how much i love this song i told rachel to listen to it she didn't quite see it the same way and i think that is probably grounds for divorce i i'm, I'm just kidding honey but i absolutely love this and you're you are 100 right that it is an absolute shame that this song is not being played incessantly on the radio. It has clever lyrics. I mean, my my favorite also is the David Duchovny line. It is a throwaway line, but it feels just right in the song. And speaking of shame that it's not getting airplay, the next song, the next track, If the World Should End Today. When I first laid eyes on you Um, this was a great choice as the lead single from the album. Uh, I made the mistake at first and just focused on the title of the song and not really the lyrics, but it's an amazing love song, not necessarily a doom and gloom what's been going on the last couple of years, but it's a great reminder of, you know, the, the feeling the love you feel for someone. And I also got to point out as well as the how well the backing vocals work on this. Colin's daughter does a great job on the backing vocals and just brings this song home. Yeah, you know, I completely agree with you, right? It was the first single. You've already mentioned it, but yes, despite the uh, somewhat gloomy title, this is a wonderful love song with a fantastic beat yeah my second favorite song on the album nice so that leads us up into the fifth track the human race definitely does slow things down a little bit from the previous songs more of an interesting take really on how we as humans have messed things up but there is hope yeah i liked how this one it did slow down for a little bit of a pace and that's something i really like about this album is each song is unique this one kind of opens up with lack of a better description kind of like a new wave funk or jazz track Mm -hmm.
but then it kind of the lyrics lyric wise, like for a for a moment, thought you might be listening to like the Talking Heads, mm. how the lyrics are delivered, how they come across, um, and that's until the chorus kicks in and it goes right back into that new wave kind of funk. Right. And then speaking of unique sounds, again we go from the Human Race to track number six, My Love. This one here has an outstanding keyboard uh, synthesizer opening riff to start it. Clearly a, a 180 reversal from the last track, and it works very well. I like how Ivan's uh, also adjusts his vocals to a kind of a little bit of a higher note throughout the song. Uh, so far, I'm just loving this album. It's just straight, pure new wave nostalgia. Could not agree more. Yeah, this one really picks up the pace uh, right back up where it was previously before the last song. Really a good song and quite enjoyed it myself. And that leads us up to the seventh track, Theme from Summer of 72. Uh, this one, Steve, is a two-minute reworking of the original classic Summer of 42. And to be honest with you, it really doesn't uh, seem to be much more than just kind of an intermission on the album. There doesn't really seem to be much purpose in having this instrumental. Uh, but the one thing I do like about it is the track has some really great swirling synths on it. I found it to be an interesting instrumental track. Good throwback to the use of the synthesizer. And like you said, it's kind of like a little intermission. It's not that long. Didn't really throw me off of the album. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. It's not it's not horrible. It's it's short, which I think is to its advantage. And then T-Bone, we get into another song that I fell in love with. It's When Does the Love Begin? When does the hurting stop? When does the heartache end? When does the love begin? I love how this one, speaking of each track sounding unique, how the percussions kind of start off. You kind of got that little bongo drum type sound going. And I'm pretty sure that's a synthesized bongo because there's there's yeah. no indication that there's any percussionist or drummer on this album. But yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you on that. Uh, for me, it really sets the tone of the song. Yeah, from when it was kicking in, I kind of got that a 70s vibe, almost like I was listening to the theme from Shaft. Yes. When does the heartache end? And then about a full minute into it, the song really kicks into it. And the backing vocals and the chorus is what really sold me on this track. It's a big song. You know, I mean, this this one, I, I can only... I think am, it's the longest on the album. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, it is the longest song. It, it, but it never tires. And I really can imagine how good this song will sound live. Oh. Just hoping that we see them soon. The vocals, synths, and the beat all move this song along in a really wonderful way. And in particular, I absolutely love Sahara's backing vocals on this track. They no are question. just wonderful. No question. T-Bone, then we get into the next track, Just Another Day. Can you remember back in time, the time I wished that you would stay? For just another day. 
to me this is another solid track great opening guitar use on this album on the track how it opens up i love how this album as i said before makes each track sound unique and a life of their own i also love the lyrics on this one yeah yeah this one just as you just mentioned uh, does start off with a little more focus on the the guitars uh then it moves into the more expected sense it's a little bit slower paced track but it really lets you focus on ivan's vocals and i i quite enjoyed it yeah i love the pace of the song though it is slower like you said but then i i feel like ivan's vocals does shine on throughout this song uh, well and the whole album oh no question right to it that leads us into the 10th track which is in this world your head upon my shoulder let the rain begin this is a short song which is both spoken and sung at the same time to a simple piano. Really, Steve, I felt it to be an interesting choice, but for me it worked. Although I do think that if it was longer, uh, it may not have. The shorter time helps to keep it really interesting. Yeah, I found it kind of an interesting, unique take on it. First, I don't know if they recorded it just vocally or him singing it, and then they wanted to rework it as almost a spoken lyric or spoken word over his vocals. I found it unique, and like you said, it's not that long, and I did appreciate how it sounds, again, completely different. Completely different from the rest of the album. I get a feeling that that's how they wanted it to sound with both the spoken and the sung versions of it together. Um, Yeah, I thought it was a really interesting choice. Liked it a lot. Yeah, and then we get into the next track, Heaven. T-Bone at first, I'm listening to this track, and I swear the lyrics could come right out of the 80s, and I wasn't (laughs) wrong. This one actually was written back in 85. Is that right? And it was performed on the Freeways tour, but never was recorded in the studio. Uh, This one kicks into a very uh, upbeat tempo. It's a very solid track. I'm glad it's finally recorded and on an album. But the lyrics, again, at, at this point, it was written in 85, but it's they ring so true to what it is in 2022 right now. Absolutely, yeah. Now, this one picks the pace right back up. And, yeah. you know, just as we've been talking about, Steve, Ivan's vocals really soar on this track. I, I just love how he sounds. You know, we say this, it seems like every episode, that most of these artists, you you wouldn't really even be able to tell the difference between their vocals from the 80s to today. I think that that fits right here with I Ivan. think he actually sounds a little bit better today. It's very possible. Very possible. Uh, and then we get into the next track, Nancy's Room. This one once again features great synth work and a good new wave track. But once the chorus kicks in, you get treated to some great synth keyboards throughout this song. You know, and Steve, I think that we're maybe going to just have a small disagreement on this one. This is is probably my least favorite song in the album. I will say, though, it does begin with a great beat, but for me, it just kind of never seems to go anywhere as well as the the sense there for me they just weren't all that interesting but that being said i still enjoyed this to a degree and i think that's what the strongest positive about this album is even on a song that may not be as interesting to a particular person it still works with the overall oh no album. question and like like we said, each song of these are kind of different. So if you might not be a fan of one's how one song's sounding, you got a whole new experience coming right up on the next track. I could not agree more. Which leads it to probably what might may be my favorite song on the album between this and All Into Stars. Uh, this one is My Own Advice.
And to me, T-Bone, this is just the, the gem very deep in this album. It's such a fun, upbeat track. I love the line throughout the song as it says, you should be dancing. This is just a pure joy track for me. 100% agree with you. Now, this is my, another one of my favorite tracks on the album as well. This is a wonderful new wave song that starts off with some fake synth horns. It is a fun song. It has some great, clever lyrics. You mentioned about you should be dancing. I My favorite line it is, I try, but what kind of fool am I? I think I could get by taking my own advice. Thoroughly enjoy this track yeah and as we said before you could tell i haven't had a great time enjoying this album it just comes across i could not agree more on this song here is a pure example of that yeah and then we close out the album with the song where the wild go Once again, this album does a great job, as we've said before, of each song sounding its own. It's a little bit slower than especially after the last track, but it highlights the keyboard. And But it's also, to me, I feel like it's a good way to close out this album. We've had many reviews where we felt like the album just kind of didn't know how to close it out. This one does a very good job of closing it. And as the lyrics say, start all over again, that's what I find myself wanting to do with this album once it ends, is start the album over again. Which I have, I know you have too, but I have done oh. dozens upon dozens of times listening to this for this review. Yeah, you know, after a kind of a wild dance, album for the most part men without hats hats closes things off by slowing down the tempo a little bit fortunately it doesn't make it any less interesting than the previous songs and and steve i gotta say that i really like colin's guitars that kind of sit in the background until they come out to a full-on solo late at the end of the track no question t-bone if you would have told me that we'd have a solid brand new men without hats album in 2022 i would not have believed it my only complaint on this album is i want more i Thoroughly enjoyed this album. If you're a New Wave fan, this is a must that you should pick up. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. This album is pure synth fun. Its fast dance beat sound comes straight from the previous albums that we've known from Men Without Hats. Plus, Steve, I would say that this really is an album that is exceedingly optimistic. One thing I really appreciate about this album and Men in Hats in general is their lyrics, which, granted, they're not Shakespeare, but they really do have a lot more depth to them than many of the other uh, synth bands out there. They're just hidden behind a fantastic beat. If you thought Men Men Without Hats had disappeared, you are absolutely wrong. This is a great album to go along with their catalog. (laughs) needless to say i think we can both agree on this you can listen to it over and over and over and never get tired of it for me it's highly recommended no question i love that we've been getting some very solid albums this year this one is in my top three albums of the year i really am looking forward to seeing them on tour and seeing them hopefully perform some of these songs on the album see if it translates as well as it did in the studio definitely a fun enjoyable album to pick up and as a special treat for our listeners we had the opportunity to speak with ivan about his recordings for again part one and again part two and we're going to go to that interview all right well this is t-bone and uh, along with me i have steve and we are really excited to have a special guest with us on the episode today uh we have uh ivan Dorischuk. uh you might recognize that name uh ivan i, I you're with a particular band aren't you Yep, yep. I'm called Men Without Hats. Men Without Hats, yes. And we're really excited to have you here today. Um, so let's start off, Ivan. Uh, you know, on the new EP, what was the thoughts behind the covers from such artists as Bowie, Rolling Stone, Lou Reed, and The Tragically Hip? Are, are they favorite songs or did they have some sort of special meaning for you? Well, the three first ones were songs I grew up with. I'm a child of the 70s. 
And uh, so those, we were the young dudes that, uh, <laughs> that they're singing about. So, uh, yeah. And the, the Tragically Hip song was just, they're one of my favorite Canadian bands. And uh, oh, nice. we, d- we decided to pay them tribute. And uh, the last cover that we did on that record was we did a reimagining of, of the safety dance as a ballad. And, yes, you uh, did. Yeah, and uh, a fascinating version of it too. And we we're, we talked about that in the uh, in the review for the album uh, that uh, will be on this episode. Um, so so they're not necessarily they're, they're not necessarily songs that have a, a deeper meaning for you. Then just more favorite songs that you had from your past. Yeah, yeah, there was just songs growing up in the seventies, being a teenager in the in the seventies, and uh, the first three when the Rolling Stones. Sure. The, the Bowie, Bowie Mott, the Hoople, and Lou Reed were kind of staples in our in our listening. Nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned on on the end of the part one EP that you reworked the safety dance, that classic song that it is. But yet that remake made it sound almost like it's a brand new song. Uh, no friends of mine. How did that kind of reshaping of that song come about? Well, I had planned the 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 way the whole album started off. It was supposed to be a solo piano voice project where I was going to reimagine some songs from the men without hats catalog and some songs that influenced me when I was growing up. And, and so it started like that. It started just piano and piano and vocal. And uh, I did that with a bunch of songs. There's, there's more to come in that vein. Uh, I, I did kind of jazzier versions, piano jazz versions of, of some songs. So it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting concept. But the project uh, just grew. It, it it started off small and it just snowballed and grew organically and grew into a full band, full Men Without Hats double record that we have now. Nice. Yeah, I, re- I really like that reversion you did of the Safety Dance. I really like everything on that EP and the new album. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing it. And that's always that's always a good sign. It always kind of translates into the work, you know, there's... Yeah. Uh, and this is one of those records that we had. We had a good time making it. So, Ivan, on the podcast, uh, we do like to mention who's in the band. I, I mean, they deserve getting that kind of credit. Can you take a moment to brag about who's on the album and their role? Sure. The, my brother, Colin, producer, he produced the record with me. And he's also my, uh, my vocal coach. And uh, is, uh, I credit him with sort of <laughs> keeping my vo- voice in shape. So that's that's to call him, and he, he he produced the record with me. He played guitar, some keyboards, sang background vocals. Show Murray, who is our guitarist, live guitarist, uh, engineered the record for us and co-produced it with us. And Colin's daughter Sahara Sahara Sloan uh, took took over the the female uh, background vocals, the traditional female vocals on Men Without Hats. Yeah, I, I, so that's uh, it's. Uh, Family right, yeah, I'd read that. Yeah. And that really is. Yeah. You've got the whole, uh, the whole gang there. Um, mm-hmm. So you just mentioned that you're working with your brother, Colin, again, he's kind of been in and out of the band over the years. Are there, and, and then of course, Sarah with being a family member, um, are there positives or even negatives with working with family? Oh, well, Colin, we, we complement each other really well. And uh, that's, 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 a, that's a good thing. You know, it's a, it's not always the case with, with families, members working together in a business, especially. So uh, we do, we do complement each other. I am the, the sole song writer. So I write all the lyrics and the music and Colin is kind of my ears. 
the studio. He's he's more touched from the music than I am. And so, Ivan, um, I read most of this album was actually written in 2019. Is that correct? You know, a lot of it was written. Uh, it, some of it was written in 2019. Some of the album was written uh, while we were in studio making it. There was around that that era of songs that just didn't make it onto th- different albums for different reasons, and are are still uh, we're, we're still demos. We still had 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 versions of them. So we we took it's it's a 40 year span of, of of Men Without Hats songwriting. So it's it's kind of an interesting window on where the band's at right now. So I got to ask you on the song, if the world should end today, it feels like it was written maybe during 2020 or, or maybe even now. Did you have any challenges writing that song or, or recording this new album maybe during what was such as like the COVID lockdown restrictions? That, that song was written quite a while ago. That song wow. was written o- over five years ago. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those songs that I wrote in the back of the tour bus while we've been on the road for the last 10 years. Yeah, it just it just happened to fit. That's why we released it as as our first single. We thought it was quite, uh, uh, you know, sort of timely. But yeah. uh, the word the words it's a love song. So when you when you actually you know sort of read the lyrics or whatever you, and listen to it, it, you realize it's not as gloom and doom as it uh, as the title <laughs> might lead on. You know, no, it, 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 it's a positive message. Yeah, just like most of that album, I can tell it's very. I love part two. It's a very uplifting, positive album. You mentioned earlier you had such a good time in recording that album, and it does come across. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of people tell me it reminds them of Pop Goes the World as you know the sort of more orchestral kind of album and different yes. ty- different types of songs and little intros and instrumentals and stuff. And uh, I kind of agree. I think it is. It is the I've called it the spiritual follow up. Well, it is definitely one of my favorite Men Without Hats albums now. Um, easily the songs, The Love Inside Your Heart, All Into the Stars, If the World Should End Today, uh, My Love, Human Race, My Own Advice, I Could Go On and On, are all tracks that stood out as favorites on this new album. I love how great the new, the new wave comes across on this album as well. You didn't try to reinvent your sound. How much freedom did you have in making uh, parts one and part two? 100% freedom. We had complete, total freedom. Just, uh, did what we wanted. And people were asking me, is it hard to fit in with the with the current trends these days? And I said, not at all, because the, the current trends are trends. Every time you open the radio now, you hear all kinds of influences from the 80s, from the big drum sounds to the synthesizers and the robot mm-hmm. voices. And a lot of the themes, we're, we're still talking about the same things anyway. We're still talking about the planet and Mother Earth and human rights oh, yeah. and all that stuff is still front page news. So... We're, uh, we can, we still manage to stay relevant. It's, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah, it's all kind of a big circle. Exactly. Exactly. Even the way the industry is working now, the industry, it's kind of gone full circle. We're back in the Beatles era where bands can release singles. They don't have to commit to a full album right away. Technology, things like iTunes and streaming lets you release things one at a time and, you know, test the waters and it, it's, it's, it's good. It's, things are not as not as different as they as they sometimes seem to be so um the last question i have about the new album um the song of the human race lyrically sounds like it could have been a nod to talking heads who are your influences i i grew up listening to a lot of like like i said a lot of 70s music and uh but uh, a lot of a lot of uh new wave bands influenced me before i got into the game i was listening to the talking heads i and and i was fortunate enough when we put the band back together 10 years ago, one my first, you know, touring with them all across America, that was my, mm. my welcome back to, 
to touring. It was it was fantastic. Oh, I can imagine. I'm sure you love all of them, but uh, do you have a particular song on part two that's your favorite? Oh, I like all of them. I I do like all of them. Um, I'm 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 still particular to 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 the first single. If the world should end today, I I never like to say I have a favorite, but but that that one kind of a, has uh, has has stuck with me. The human race is also one that 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 uh, yeah, very I think uh, has a, has a good chance of being our our second single. Oh, nice. A lot of a lot of people are a lot of people are are playing that one, spinning that one. It's it's fun. Um, so Ivan, the reviews that I've seen in the reception for uh, again part two have been overwhelming positive. Is there any chance we're going to maybe see a part three? Oh yeah, we recorded a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot more material, and part three is in the works. It's it's it's. Uh, I can't, I don't know what the release date is going to be, but there is definitely going to be a part three. It'll probably be a combination. It'll be a combination in in concept, a combination of part one and two. It'll be half covers and half originals. So. Uh, but it's it's there. We 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 recorded a lot more stuff than than we needed, so uh, we're we can't wait to put it out. So it's very oh, that's nice, fantastic. Yeah, that's just more material for the podcast. We appreciate that. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Hey, um, you know, we interviewed Paul and Andy from OMD for our first episode, and we asked them uh, after playing their hits thousands of times over the years if they ever grow old of them and they said they don't because those songs are what are what made them who they are what's your philosophy on that subject something along the same lines so sometimes i feel that the song doesn't belong to me anymore it's so much bigger bigger than myself or the band and i i've said this before too i sometimes feel like a museum curator going around and <laughs> presenting a musical artifact uh, around the world that you know procures immense pleasure to people. So I never get tired of it. The the, the smile on my on the people that come to see me, which are like the original fans, I get to see again who bring their kids and sometimes their grandkids. And uh, I'm I'm blessed that that my music has you know been been allowed to be you know cross generational and that and people are still listening to it. That it's kind of been bedded itself in pop culture now and um and i'm like i say i'm i'm blessed well and that actually leads right into our final question steve so ivan um I've, i know you i've read somewhere that you have a few tour dates on the lost 80s live tour this summer are there any other tour dates that you have lined up or is, is there a tour for this this album come in the works we'd love to hear these songs live yeah oh definitely it's the 40th anniversary of uh rhythm of youth this year so uh, we we put a show together when we're headlining We'll be playing the album in its entirety and uh, as a first set. And um, then the second set will comprise of kind of a best of Men Without Hats with the uh, new album being featured prominently. Oh, so, yeah, cool. we're, we're looking forward to getting out there and doing it. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that is very cool. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Hopefully we, uh, you're in a city but near us. We can stop by and see you. Uh, the tour, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be all over the place. We're, we'll be doing uh, North America pretty extensively. So, uh, fantastic. Good chance we'll be uh, in your area. Very oh, cool. that's great. Definitely we'll be checking you out live. Uh, Ivan, on, on behalf of me and T Bone, we'd like to thank you for your time on this and wish you nothing but success with the albums again, part one and again, part two. And we're mm-hmm. really looking forward to part three as well. Um, well, great. Great talking to you guys. Ivan, thank you, sir. You. Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Peace. 
Well, we want to thank you again for listening to our latest episode. It was one that we were really excited to present to you. Uh, the next episode that we have is going to include the latest release just out from Hoodoo Gurus and the motels. And Steve, I'm really excited about these two because uh, we haven't heard anything from the Hoodoo Gurus in quite some time. Also not from uh, the motels, but especially from Hoodoo Gurus. Very excited about it. Looking forward to it. And uh, again, again, with our listeners, thank you guys for your support. And we'll talk to you guys in a few weeks.